This episode is a love note of maybe some tough love to all my femme women and people who date men. But mainly I mean that, people who date cis men. Hi, first of all, you're lovely, you're worthy, you have innate worth in this world outside of your relationship. Okay, now that we got that out of the way and clear, I also want to emphasize I'm very interested in who you are as a person, your dreams, your ideas, the world you're trying to create at your intersection. Where are you exactly? You might be wondering. Well, this is the Pleasure of Profit with Dialing Oddity. I am reading Gloria Steinem right now, and I love her quote of, we are all connected, not ranked, which we know to be deeply true, but also not experientially true in this world. And I've noticed that in so many of my friendships, even with queer women who date men, we're out there, condolences, I find that a lot of my time connecting with other people who identify as women and people socialize as women. And why do I even say that? I say that because the label woman was given to us and we know that there's a lot more variables than that actually in existence. And that's the whole thing about the system that we're in, why we comment on it. Because it is a flawed system and it's an outdated system, it uses categories and instead of actual data and facts to display the spectrum of experience in this world. I believe firmly that we come to this world for intimacy with ourselves, with others, with animals, with nature. We're here to create, to be creative and to bask in creation, to look at how creative and imaginative science is, the psyche is, experiences are, to all live out very unique narratives uh, that do connect in some way and can be understood through the sharing of story, and that is intimacy. Now, the system we're in is not about intimacy. It's about categories and efficiency and moving things along and mechanizing created things that are more complex than that. And I am personally fatigued that so many of my relationships with people socialize as women revolve around men. I'm also guilty of this because so many of my conversations are about my anger towards men, which still centers them. And my goal is to live a life decentralized from men. And what does that mean? I don't even think it means that women are at its center or that I'm even at the center. It's that my peace and my imagination are at the center of my life. I want to start reaching liberation and freedom through carving out an existence that is creative, honestly created by or from my peace. And of course we live in a system that creates a lot of obstacles for that, but that is what I'm striving for and I'm starting with my mind and I wanna continue with my friendships. And that's why this is a love letter to all the people that identify as women or have been socialized as women out there 
who still anchor so much of their identity and conversations in men and their relationship to them. And I do want to talk about white women specifically too. We have, I mean, this is an intersectional issue, but I truly do believe that women are not humanized yet at all. Uh, They're just not on a global scale. The fact that we don't monetize free labor that is majorly supplied by women And I mean, even in relationships, the emotional labor that women do is unwarranted and it's expected and it's unfair. It just, it taxes, it truly centers the immaturity or progress of a man and tracking it because of your love for him. And I, for one, do not want the majority of my the majority of my time here on earth and the majority of my conversations to be around men their growth how they can change how they can get to a human place uh because they're dehumanized as well by this system yet they have all the power and resources to face that, confront that, get experts to help them with that. And I love that Gloria Sinem says that too, that it's like this system is a poison for all sides because it basically socializes men to feel entitled to power and control and it propels them towards those things when they're not getting what they feel they're entitled to. But, and um, I guess I'll add, white women are so close in proximity to this power that it feels like the influence, that the change is so close. But the truth is, again, I don't, I feel like women are treated as domestic pets. They are domesticated creatures. They, we have only been given the ability to build credit since 1970 that's when women could get credit cards without their husband or father so we're probably in the first generation of women that were able to graduate and build their own credit and we're still really hung up on building our life with a man or even building our businesses with the support of men now i want to say something too it's not that men have to be excluded I feel like anyone who has done the work can access collaborating, but I refuse to do the work for somebody. Black women have been saying this for as long (laughs) as time, and this is why we have to listen. So the whole, this is what I love too about diving more into feminism. You cannot not be intersectional at this. And this has taken me a long time to understand because it is so complex. But truly when you listen to the person, to the people pushed out the most of a society, they have the biggest picture. They have the biggest POV, right? Because they're actually looking at it from the outside and can see all of it. When you are so up close, the way white women are, you're literally looking at it from the white man's lap, essentially, from power's lap. Now, you're still the lap dog. That's my theory. You're still the cat on the lap that gives comfort and all, and you like have all the benefits and privileges of all the joys and, uh, you know, secondhand, but you're not, you're looking at it from this loving place in the lap and not zooming out to see that truly this 
is a contrived system that goes against data and science and the observations of people truly left out of it. And you have to believe the perspectives to get the whole picture. I am not here to help women process their relationships with men and make that relationship better. Truly am not. Uh, I've already gone through a whole conditioning of church and patriarchy that tried to teach me and condition me to be equipped for that. I've been in unequal relationships. I It's not that I, I can't have my friends talk about it at all, but I will not have this be at the center of my friendships is analyzing men and what more can we do when truly the best thing to do is leave them to their own growth. Leave them to reckon with themselves and only allow them to have access to something that they're truly contributing to. There is no track. There is no step-by-step ramp to take to a healthy relationship with a man because relationships are actually individual. People are a whole universe. Two people realizing what their actual consent is with each other is so personal and so particular to those two people. And we, again, to sell books, it's the patriarchy is so tied to capitalism because why? Categories make it so easy to sell, to market, to get people also to identify with that avatar. Like, this is what boys do. Buy these things because you're a boy. Prove that you're a boy. Same with girls, with women. And it isn't about your personal experience, your very specific intersection that you and only you operate in this world, right? Because we each have a very specific POV from where we're standing in the world. And again, bringing it back to Gloria Steinem, we're all connected, not ranked. And so that's why we should be able, we're not competing in our successes or even competing in our trials and tribulations because we should all be able to listen and just believe each other that is your intersection you have experienced this wow can you also see what other people have experienced and believe them even if it makes you uncomfortable and the deeper you go into your own ancestral work i feel like it's inevitable to see wow this experience has been robbed of other people and that this joy that i'm able to experience also gives me the ability to have sorrow for those this has been robbed from truly angry and that's how we connect in the human experience because it shouldn't be that way That being said, in my life, I've noticed I have a tendency to get very angry and leave groups, leave projects when I find that all we're doing is talking about boys because I honestly think it's a waste of energy and it is pouring so much of our attention and identity into a person, which literally is not the point. Each person is supposed to be pouring into themselves. No one can be responsible fully for another person. I mean, and I'm, you know, I know children is a whole other thing, but in essence, like you just can't. Like even a child goes off to school, like you cannot cater to each moment of the development of another person. And really all, the time is wasted. That's time wasted. If it's not, 
pouring back into your progress and you progressing does serve the world. And again, not on the levels of success and capitalism, progressing as a human, the more human you become, the more connected you are to the world. Cause that's, I mean, that is what we are. That is the experience we're having. And as women, we're not just here to serve. Now this isn't also, a, a, this isn't a capitalistic message of like, you can also be the boss. You can be this. It's not about that. Truly, I guess I, I want my connections with women to be about what we're thinking, how we're growing, how we're evolving, what, what we're creating. I think that's that. It's creating. What I'm trying to say is I, I'm not here to console my friends and other women on how they can work this system that's been laid out before us for relating and connecting to a man. Anytime someone is going to talk to me about their relationship, I truly think it should be more about the individual. And my questions will always be, what are you consenting to that doesn't feel good? I just hung out with a friend recently. And I was like, I want moment, every moment of my life to be consensual. And that felt wild. Like, wow, but then how do we get the things that we want? The things that we want come with dissociating, come with putting up with something to get something. And I don't have the answer. I just have the desire to change that, to make things consensual because then it's not so results-based. Like whatever I say yes to, if it's a true yes, then anything that builds upon that is a bonus. But if I'm giving a consensual yes in the moment, then it already is a reward. It already is something that feels good. And again, like I'm talking about consent and consent still involves loving people and caring for people, truly giving to people what I consensually can, what is not denying my body's capacity or my emotions capacity. And if we were all operating at that place of consent, yeah, probably less would get done, but it would get authentically done and we wouldn't be wasting so much time and energy. We waste a lot. What is it like the lazy person works twice as hard? And I kind of feel like that, like the dissociated person works twice as hard because then you also have to keep going through the process of thawing out or denumbing yourself. Your consent is a relationship with your body. And that's also why it's like I can't analyze someone's relationship with them. All I can keep saying is, well, what's your body telling you? And are you listening? And yes is yes and no is no. And why can't we be more creative with our relationships and truly customize them to what the real yeses are and the real no's are and everyone be comfortable. It's truly your relationship dynamics. Now we've been convinced that we have to put up with XYZ because we need to be wives, because we need to validate our worth in that way that someone loves us to that level to then feel safe to procreate to then like continue this whole process and there are so many more resources in the world for us to be more creative and again probably it's a waste of time or i think people look at it as like wow but that's you're gonna have to spend so much energy in communicating in this and that and it's like well you will later too if you were dissociating you're gonna have to spend so much time communicating with the therapist or with your body 
to heal from all of that. So it's now or later. And why can't our relationships be more creative and be more honest? If you only enjoy having intimate sexual intimacy with somebody, why do you have to sign on to everything else? Even if you become exclusive, why do you then have to do the girlfriend things and the boyfriend roles and blah, 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 blah. Only do what feels consensual and trustworthy in your relationship dynamics. If someone, I, that's, I, that's all I can say. Like I could piece this apart on all the different parts of a relationship. But if someone is not a worthy housemate, then it doesn't matter how much you love them. If they're not a good roommate, they're not going to pay their bills. Never live with them. Why can't we continue to meet people at the intersections that feel good, but opt out of the rest? We do this in our friendships all the time. There are friends that you enjoy doing certain tasks with, having certain conversations with. Some friends you would live with, some friends you would never live with. It doesn't change the love. It doesn't equate. It doesn't rank the love in different ways. It truly is the level of consent. We've practiced this in our friendships all the time. The only reason we don't do this in relationships with men is because we have been socialized to domesticate ourselves to them, to serve them. And statistically, we already know that marriage serves men. Statistically, married men are happy and single childless women are happy. Those are the stats. That is the research. I don't think it's fair to use one aspect that you enjoy with a man to then have to yield and sign up for all the other things when we don't do that in friendships. That is my message. It is my tough love message to other people who still have the desire for some reason <laughs> to date men. And again, I won't judge that. Like There are truly wonderful men. This isn't a man-hating rant. It is just literally identifying that we cannot have liberation if we're continually anchored to that, tied to that, and like trying to operate within that system of like, well, how do I make this work? Because I found love. It's like, if you just keep going on with your day, we find love all the time in our friendships. All of a sudden, because it's a sexual love, a romantic love that is supposed to define so much. One, let's get one thing clear. Marriage was never designed for love. It was designed to trade women. And then it evolved to a place where now the woman could make the choice of who she ties herself to. But it is a contract. It is a, and contracts are not human. They are systemic. They are part of a system. I've started having all these illuminations weirdly because I got into Web3 and was seeing crypto economy build from the ground level and seeing how all of these things operate and seeing how sex work is at the forefront of building an economy because that is what people will pay for without any other utility. They're like, that gets me off, I'll pay for it. And then it makes you realize how much women's bodies are used to build economies and then also to sustain them. Because then they continually start uh, keep giving the support, emotional support and romantic support and then eventually domestic uh, support to men so that they can keep feeling comfortable and building whatever it is that they're building that has nothing to do with including us or our opinions or our needs or our bodies. Porn makes more money in America 
than all sports, professional sports combined. Yet who holds all of that money that's being made on the backs of people socialized as women? It's all related. So yeah, romance or the iteration that we have been socialized to practice, it does not serve us. It is all for upholding this person who refuses to go into themselves. And you can never go into someone else i mean i'm not talking about sexually like emotionally only that is a journey only of the self going inside so dear friends i am not here to help you analyze your man and his problems and what could help him and what could help you to get better you know your consent you know your yeses and your nos i encourage you to get creative and only allow them access to where they are contributing that feels good for you. And if you want to give in other ways that still feel good to you, even if you don't receive back, that is totally your prerogative. But clearly, if it is occupying your mind and your time and really great moments that you could be sharing presently with friends then you are already not living in your consent. You're already living in your no, and you just keep trying to like analyze what's wrong with you of why you're bothered by it. And the truth is you're just bothered by it. Get creative and opt out of the things that are only serving somebody else's comfort for the sake of them never having to do the work in themselves. So I think I'll end with this. What are you reading lately? What's going on in your body? What are you finding fun to do outside or at home? What shows are you watching? What are you creating? And what are you inspired by? Because that's the existence I want to experience with you.